Yo, what's the deal, yes, though? Sir. What's goody, bro? Yo, 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 it's the Amish podcast. We're back. We're in another episode. This is episode 24. So episode 24, you got John Doe and Justin back on the set. Riding on 24. Um, we're riding solo again. Not that we don't not that we don't want uh guests. We have guests, we have guests lined up. We just wanted to kind of get more acclimated to this thing of you know, to John and I going over these yeah, things man. that we want to pay homage to and and show love to and that we have, you know, our thoughts and feelings about. For real, for real. I mean, we've been we've been back on our soprano shit. You know, we've been avid sopranos fans for a minute. And then um everybody knows a prequel came out, so we watched that. That's a fact. Right. We'll yeah, we watched us. The Many Saints in Newark. Um, but uh, but I'm sipping seltzer water right now, though. What are you What are you sipping on over there? Sipping like some wine and mango puree or some shit like that. This guy is Sample fucking fancy, man. man. Wine, so wine, mango puree. Chillin. You know? <laughs> One day, I you know I reached those kind of exquisite liquid man, levels. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Stop it, man. Stop it. All of us, all of us can't go to the country club. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they only play golf, you know. They only they only let me play golf because they think I work there. They think you know what I'm saying? (laughs) They think I work in there. It's crazy that that a that a brother invented the tea, right? The golf tea. Ain't that crazy? A black man invented the golf tea. That's dope. You know, because we don't associate you know golf with the inner city shit or like with urban community stuff, but there's so many different things that were invented and you know founded by people of color it's like um it's 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 ultimate you know it's continuous discovery you know what i'm saying and i'm glad that it's happening um speaking of brothers playing golf man shout out to jr smith you know on that on that college tour right now played his first word yeah he played his first game that was was played his first tournament they don't play games they play they they play tournaments you know what i'm saying part of me bag bag events (laughs) tiger hoods you know so uh yeah shout out to jr smith man we i hope he does yeah they didn't they pull something like like he got swarmed by like yeah yeah yeah. killer bees is on him (laughs) that's crazy killer bees is on him you know, yeah, man, um, he's probably he's a character though. I remember like when he was a Nick, he was um, he was a he was a definitely memorable Nick to watch. Like they said, he had some moments, and they weren't all good, but you know what I mean. Nah, shout out to um, Jr. He is a, a Nick for life. You know, and speaking of for the real. Knicks, um, we kicking ass in preseason. Tibbs for ain't sure. giving up nothing. He ain't letting these wins slide. So we doing our thing in preseason, which don't sound like a big deal. But you want to build up a continuous culture of winning. Yeah, man. I'm I mean, right now we looking real good out here. You know, the, cons- <laughs> the consensus, the consensus out here when you're walking around and talking about the Knicks, you know, we don't have a lot of issues that the other teams are having right now. So let's just, you know, ride with that. No, we don't. And and speaking of the Knicks, real quick, um, if y'all haven't, go back and check out episode 22 with our boy Anthony MSG, what Anthony up, Donahue. MSG. Um, today is October 14th. He also had his first post, first of 11 posts on the Humans in New York Instagram page telling his story. There's going to be 11 posts. So that's really, really dope. That's a big deal for him. He came yeah, on, dope. he came on our platform. He's our brother. He came on our platform and told us his whole journey with his sister Gianna. So y'all should check that out. That's really fire. Um, yeah, he's been on here a couple of times. He's, he's going to definitely be a reoccurring 
we and, be, yeah, it, and it's our, so. it's our, it's our people. You know what I'm saying? We do, we do think, you know, we, we hang out and, um, you know, we also building some, some stuff, some cool stuff going on. So shout out to him. Um, and a shout out to the yes, Knicks, sir. of course, you know, but, uh, oh, yeah. God. So like, like though you mentioned before, we, um, we have, uh, we had this, we were having this offline talk about the many saints of Newark because we big Soprano fans and you started watching it again, right? Word. I've been, I've been watching it. You know, even though I'm, I'm, from, I, my memory was still fresh when I started watching it, like continuously right after the movie ended, sort of. So gotcha. yeah, man, I'm. I'm so you started right after. Yeah, right after. That's what's up. Yeah, right I've been after. on and off binging it for the last few years, like since it's mm-hmm. ended, because I was so interested with the Sopranos ending, because we all know the ending, right? The screen yeah. cuts to black. Everybody thought they cable got fucking cut off a lot of people a lot of people didn't really like the ending but i thought i felt like it was fitting i mean david chase sort of alluded to what he was hinting at about what he thinks when that happens to somebody so i mean you leave it up to your own Man. you know assumptions but yeah, like life goes on but it was a it, in retrospect it was a really great ending but in the moment we were like what the fuck you know because we all just need closure but the many saints of Newark was something that we all had been anticipating since they announced yeah. it a, few, a bunch of years back because it kept getting pushed back because of COVID the release, and right. um and shout out to all the producers and 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 the director and all the people involved in that project because they shot a lot of those scenes in Yonkers. For yeah. sure they did. That you was know, definitely Elm Street <laughs> when he <laughs> ran up on them in the in the like recruiting center. Yeah, that was and, a wild and scene. Blast his son. And son, son had some was like in one of those old like black spade type of gangs. And he was saying, <laughs> and he blasted him right on. Elm. That was definitely Elm Street. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if y'all don't know about, you know, Yonkers, New York, we gonna always let you know about it. And Elm Street. Right in the square. Yeah. Elm Street is a um an interesting neighborhood, you know. So shout out to YO. Shout out to the to, for the, for them for using us as a backdrop for a lot of these scenes. And this happens all the time in Yonkers, just so people know. I don't yeah. know if it's a, I mean, I, I know why. It's, it's because we get great tax credits offerings um, for productions, but also there's so many parts of Yonkers that has- Old aesthetics. Old aesthetics, old, exactly. Yeah. Like, a, like I know, um, I think it's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind was shot out here for sure. A lot, a lot of scene, a, a, a lot, lot of, of those HBO Showtime film like um series. A shout out here. Yeah, I was I gonna I was gonna say specifically several episodes of Bulwark Empire were shot here. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, we I can't we, think of off top all the shows that I've seen, but you know, like many. No, so it's, it's a ton of them, and it's, it's not of. just Yonkers. Like the, just I like to say Hudson Valley, Westchester mm-hmm. area. You know, like Eastchester, Tuckahoe, Mount Vernon. They use all that. All that, but um, getting back to to many saints, I felt I I thought I felt like it was a, a sort of a, a look into you know how Tony and Chris and then like how they ended up in falling into like sort of the same fa- shit that happens within their family. Well, just hold you on, know? just so, just so we clear, like if you haven't watched the shit yet, 
I mean, if you haven't watched the shit yet, come on now. Like, you're not really on it. That's not, not you got it, nothing to do with that. This is a spoiler alert because we're going to talk specifically about what happens. In I the mean, movie. it can't it, at this point if you ain't watched it yet. Come no, on it's been now. a few weeks. So we've given people yeah. more than enough time. But just I'm just putting that disclaimer out there because I don't want to hit it. You know, the, the yeah. bullshit. But I just thought like I'll, I'll take it from the beginning. Traveling the, the camera panning through the cemetery and you hearing Chris's yeah. voice was like it sent little chills i was like wow this is crazy you know this this kind of this is gonna go somewhere and i'm really interested to see how this is gonna turn out yeah how would you go ahead i I didn't know that he was gonna be the narrator throughout that so like that even that like i'm watching it blindly i didn't really read up on it any of that like to see what was gonna happen you know i mean it makes sense though because anthony again you know anthony's not here right like you know tony the Tony Soprano can't tell his story. He can't he can't be the one narrating his story or you could have used his son's voice. But I feel like the way that they had propped this up to be Dickie Moltisanti's story, Chris's pop story, or Tony's inspiration story, it's only right that the person that Tony becomes the most connected to by way of that becomes the person that's like introducing and exiting this whole story for everybody. I thought that was genius, you know? And we gotta remember, it's a movie. So I got a lot of people saying like, oh, this shit, I don't understand why this happened and it wasn't that great. I'm like, I'm trying to give people to understand and like- I feel like not, a lot of those it wasn't a miniseries. don't remember the, 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 the series, like to have that, that too, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that, that's especially the point, right? Like, cause they, they don't remember what happened. They just looking for a gangster flick. Mm-hmm. This was a little bit more than that. You know, yeah, because the Sopranos was more about like family dynamics and the dynamics with Tony. You know, like Tony, Tony's, you know, it was more about that, like not necessarily just like violent gangster shit and things like that. Well, it's a part of his life, right? But it's his point of view that we're capturing. So in this movie, I didn't really need to have another Tony point of view story. We had that for seven seasons, you know. We had that from the iteration of The Sopranos. That's, yeah. It was always Tony's point of view. But, but to be honest with you, like, I felt like the Many Saints gave me more look of like Junior, his mother, you know, like the older characters, Paulie, Silvio. Yeah, I mean, like they, the they, char- they, characters that were already older when you started watching it. Facts. They also were pretty descriptive in the titling, right? So they were they weren't saying the Soprano, the, the Tony Soprano story. Yeah. They're saying the many saints of Newark, meaning all the people around Tony that's given him his you know perspectives and inspirations yeah. to and and cause and effect of why he becomes and who he becomes, you know, as we meet him later. So yeah. it's pretty dope. And the Dickie Motosanti character I thought was really cool. You know, I thought yeah. he was um Quick, you you quickly became like like rooting for him. You felt like you knew him a part of the story pretty fast, you know. Yeah, that was he's definitely a good character, definitely is. I mean, um, even they, you know, I never noticed how much they talk about those characters until after you know after watching it again. They always referenced them a lot, you know, during the show. And now I guess you know after after watching Many Saints, you know, it sticks out even more when you're watching it. So. But the show is hilarious, though. I always found it, you know, 
I always found it entertaining. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now it's got me back on it, watching this shit. And and you know you're not gonna please everybody with this kind of shit because you have a situation where somebody is so in love with the idea of what that thing was to them at the time. Yeah. So you you're never gonna be able to make people feel happy. I mean, you had this with Breaking Bad fans with El Camino, right? I thought El Camino was done great. It was a little boring at some points. Um, but I mean, I, like, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't necessary, El Camino. That's the, that's the other thing, too, right? Like, I was happy with like- I was happy with Aaron Paul getting away and having some sort of, you know, mysteries like like whatever happened. Like, yo, he's ha- if he's if he got away, that's great. But I didn't need to know exactly what happened after that because he went through so much shit already but but at the same time like if you're a fan uh you i hope you enjoyed it i enjoyed watching it like as like as a fan of breaking bad i was like oh shit you know they made a movie i fucked with it you know what i mean i'm gonna watch it but you know the critiquing is uh, is up to other to the person because every some people really want like these things some people hate on it for sport like they without watching it like oh i'm before they even see it oh i'm not i'm not messing with it i know it's not gonna do this, this, and this. Like some people write it off instantly. And some, that, you know, so yeah, it's like, no, that happens all the time. You know, there and there was some interesting character situations in, in many saints, right? Like Ray Liotta playing two people was yeah, kind of interesting. I you know, I was a little like, hmm. Yeah, uh, but he wasn't brother. bad at it. Yeah, he played, you know, he played twins, the 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 grandfather and the uncle, and essentially the Dickie's father, yeah, was a piece of shit to, to him which in turn made him resent him and, and have this hate towards him and then ascent, eventually do what he did to him. But he had nobody else in his direct family. So he went searching for some kind of, you know, guidance or I don't know, like comfort in someone else and found it in his uncle who was banished from their lifestyle because he did some shit that he wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. So it, it was interesting to see, you know, I guess they played the other Ray Liotta character, the uncle, like he was like his wannabe consigliere. Like he 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 needed somebody well, to have yeah, some kind of. He was trying to like find the even ground through, like you know. Yeah, because he was he trying, was trying to, to do to, good he, things. Yeah, so he was trying to do good. Like it it was um, I think it was a great effort. Like some people hate on the on the like racial aspect of it, but I but like again, if you watch the show, that shit's always been there. You know what I mean? They always had that that at one foot in one foot out the hood shit in Jersey with the show. You know what I'm saying? A, a thousand percent did. I mean, and if you if you you have to tell the story co- like accurately, right? Like this is going on in Newark at the time. Part of being involved with individuals from those communities, you got to show their part of the story too. So Leslie Odom's part to some people, and I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'll keep it real because this is our podcast. You can say what you want. A lot of like low key racist types is like, oh, why do you got this whole black story in here? And it's yeah. like, bro, because that shit was a part of Newark. And if you watch The Sopranos, like you said, he was always dealing with the urban community in some way or another. It was a yeah, part, sure. it was a it was a part of him being the boss of a whole state. My underworld. And, and, you know, the, the, the mm-hmm. underworld has many different ties and parts and 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 extensions. And Leslie Odom is a phenomenal actor, but first and foremost. So them, yeah, ha- yeah. The, them him him being He's a part of this sure. way off. Him being part of this cast only helped. 
So for people to be like, ah, this is stupid, like get the fuck out of here. That shit was, yeah, people, it was dope. People are gonna be, you know, corny. You can't, you can't control that shit. You know what I'm saying? And regardless, it's a, it's, it's a great. It, it was a great show. His his role and it was dope. I hope that they make another one. To be honest with you, like a follow up. Maybe. I mean, I don't even know because I mean, let's let's break it down, right? So Dickie goes through all the shit and is basically foreshadowing what we're going to see in Chris's life later. Right. And people have this whole thing. And I'm, I'm part of this whole situation because I deal with my own shit, you know, from the loss of my father when I was when I was pretty young. And um, you 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 paint these pictures of these characters that's important to you one way. So yeah. they're only viewed in one way. So maybe Chris wants to hold on to his thought of his father one way, but his father had a lot of the same issues that eventually Chris had where Chris is like, you know, having issues with the, with, with the girlfriend and he's not a woman. I mean, Chris is a woman beater, but like Dickie's not, I mean, Dickie's like getting double crossed by chicks and end up killing his, his side bitch, you know, um, all, all kinds of shit. Like, and it's, but I mean, it shows you, it shows you Tony too, like Tony following, you know, that was his, his, Tony looked up to him. That was his, you know, OG, he looked up to him. So that a was, lot of that, a to, lot of to, that shit. To he, Tony, he, that's Tony his dad. Yeah. yeah, that's his dad. Like, you know, so it, that's what I'm saying. Like, even though Anthony Jr. in the show is technically Tony's son, the way they made it feel like Chris was Tony's son. Right, the well, way he, he, he Tony always wanted Chris to be his predecessor. Exactly. So he, he was always his idea was if if to fall to to some at some point if there was ever a chance of falling back, his only way where he would be able to fall back is by handing it over to Chris, and you know what I'm saying, playing it back, sort of like he did with his uncle, and also doing what Dickie did for him. You know, right. being the only one that would listen to him, hear him out, spend some time with him because his father didn't give a shit. And the most interesting, I think, piece of character in the many saints. Right. Obviously, everybody showcase. Right. You see a young Silvio, a young Paulie, a young um, pussy. And they have like, you know, versions of themselves in there but person that we saw a little bit more out of and then people i think weren't happy to to a degree was uncle junior right we right. saw him like kind of displayed as he yeah but he sort of displayed like a fool you know he's he looks weak um really oh, yeah and i he mean always, he always he always i feel like he was his his thing was power and he, he didn't, didn't and he didn't he didn't and he didn't like being you know played well, he didn't he didn't have it. So he had to demand it. And, and it kind of like and, and it seemed like he wanted it. Like when 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 Tony's pops goes to jail. Right. Yeah. And, and Uncle June is like, you know, my well, my brother's away. I'm going to be running things. And they're like, what you running, you know, to the bathroom? Like, you know, your ass is running like they they clown yeah. him, even when he's trying to uh, uh, suit like a uh, 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 like. Uh, yeah, he's trying but to show. And, power. That's what, and that's what that's what sent him on. That's what set him on. Yeah. And then him, you know, Dickie basically making fun of him when he looks really stupid when he falls down the stairs and people yeah. are like oh why would he kill him for that i'm like because junior looks you know soft and then not for nothing right i don't know if this was on purpose or like they were just leaving this up to chance because this is some david chase shit when he's writing these stories it's like 
what were they really trying to tell us about Junior and his sexual situation? You know, like, because... Yeah, right. You know, like, in, in the show, he gets pussy. But, like, in the movie, they made it seem like he's not really interested in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they would make... They, they, they were insinuating something. They, yeah, they were trying to, like, insinuate. So they I were borderline think, insinuating something. Yeah, it was, like, almost just... But, 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 I also, that also plays into, into the, um, the respect factor. Like, he didn't... He didn't like being underestimated and and and, you know, power and is his junior shit. Yeah. And, you know, he knows how to pull those strings. So I think it's sort of just sort of also sort of like when um when Ralph said that joke about Johnny Sack's wife. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, are right, you now you're trying to play me? Yeah. You know what no. I'm saying? One of those it, things. And like junior was like, uh, and then he and on, at the same time, he has that. He has he has that pull. He's he has his brother. He comes from that that last name. So I guess he feels like he has to make a point and you know, looks like he does. But in the show, Junior gets overstepped, right? So like they make him like the face of the the of the boss of, of the family, but he's not. Tony's the No, he Tony's doesn't get boy. overstepped. Yeah, nah. Nah, nah, he doesn't get overstepped. Check this out. He, they he he pulls a hit on Tony and, and Tony survives. Yeah, but why does he hit Tony? Because no, no, no. he's he was like emotional. Yeah, yeah, but but then he then he becomes the realization that he's better off with Tony as the boss than than um what's the dude um shit his name we his talking name, about bro. no no Junior wanted Junior um Richie uh, Richie April April you get what I'm saying he was trying to take over he said who I'm better off with Richie April or Oh my brother! Oh my nephew! Yeah, yes, but he. And, but, but but you don't understand. Bobby Bacalao them. No, but when he's saying all of that, the decisions are being made with or without him. The, the shit is being moved around because Tony's moving. Oh it yeah, around. for sure. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure, yeah. So so like for the fads, for the fucking, you know, for the other acting people, yeah, yeah, Junior has the name of boss, but like. I think what yeah, they were yeah, trying Tony's to show pulling the strings. Tony was the man. Like, so, so what I'm saying is in the many saints, I felt like they were just giving us a more clear vision of how Junior's situation was never really solidified. Yeah. You know, he hit, he hit his own family just to prove a point, just to get, get somebody out of the way because Dickie was beloved. Dickie was liked. He was cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he had the people, he had issues you know, in his personal life with his father yeah. and his side chick and all this kind of stuff. And is essentially fucking his yeah, you know, but... stepmother, you know what I'm saying? Which is some funny shit because that's such a big deal now. Right. Like in like porn and all that, like everything's step parents and all this shit. So in the show, he's fucking his stepmom. You know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. what, what were they really alluding to? Like, is that some shit that people really be fucking now, thinking about? Not now that check, I do, but check this, check this out. Check this out. Was in, in the Sopranos, I think I don't know if it's like season three or two. Doesn't Chris kill the cop, a cop that allegedly killed his dad? Tony needs Chris to do a hit, and he, I don't, we don't know if he's lying to him. We don't yeah, know, right? we, we, we don't know if Tony's that. because Tony, you know, is a manipulator, so he makes him feel like. Not only am I asking you to do some heinous shit, I'm I'm giving you a green light on somebody that's that's revenge. In the movie, they don't say 
it's a cop that killed him. But you know that yeah. Junior Junior paid somebody to do it. You know, yeah. Junior Junior called it in and literally, you know, wasn't pulling the strings. So we don't know. It's all left to interpretation with the way that the the, the David Chase and, the, and everybody at um the Sopranos team, you know, mm-hmm. likes to do these things because I feel like it's it's more of a cooler story that way where we just blindly trust people and we go into things with probably the, not the smartest intentions, but you are choosing to do this. Like people will, I, I, I'll give you an example, right? I talk to a lot of my friends and just others about their opinions on this. And it varies. It really is like from one spectrum to the other. And they're like, oh, I wanted to see more Tony and less of this Dickie Multisanti yeah. character. And I'm like, well, we fucking knew what Tony was about by the time we met him because he was already 40 years old by that time, right? He wasn't a kid. Right. In the movie, he's a teenager. Yeah. He's, so, he's sort of adapted got, to like, everything. An 11 year old, so I think like he's like 11 or something. At one yeah, he's, point. A, he's like a little he's kid. Like, He's like, a and then he's like 11th grade or some shit like that, yeah. right? 12th grade. And you, we, we're sort of learning who he is. He's learning who he is just as we are when we were teenagers. But by the time we see Tony in a show, he's already a full grown man and has been in this life for a very long time. Yeah. And the difference is you get to know, you get to understand why he is as inspired by this lifestyle because Dickie showed him so much love that he figured this is what love is, right? Yeah. A, a loving this life is more important than loving anything else, you know? And um, even Chris, all right, so you made up a good point, right? So Chris killing the cop that Tony tells him is the guy who killed his father, <laughs> It could be a lie. It ain't who knows, right? But it's the same sort of assumption lie that we get from Tony accepting the life of Dickie, right? Because he looks at Dickie in the casket and he's like, you know, yeah. he's like, he's pledging his pinky allegiance swear. to him. He's he's pinky swearing, he's pledging his life to for him, but he don't even know it's his own uncle that did this. So he would have looked at this and been like, yo, this life is fucked up if he knew the truth, right? But because you blindly just jumping into this world because you really because because of how somebody make you feel is a very interesting thing on like human nature to me you know um there were some cool characters man like just just the way they they, they depicted people leslie odom's character was great you know his side girlfriend character the immigrant woman from italy was great because we've seen so many of those characters from tony's side you know tony always was attracted to these broken women, you know, these fucked up individuals. It's like, this chick is pretty grimy because the minute that she met him, she met him as his stepmom and she was yeah. sort of giving him the, the rhythm. And his pops, his pops was wild. His father was a nutcase. You know, he was beating her. It was, it was, yeah, it was a wild, it was wild. It was a great movie though. Starts off, starts rolling from jump. Yeah, no, I mean, I I give it, I was very pleased, right? I, I thought that they delivered a great piece of content. Is it The Sopranos? No, but I didn't need it to be either, right? We talked about this before with Breaking Bad. Like, I don't need these things. Better Call yeah. Saul is one of the best things that could have happened to, 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 to Breaking Bad, right? It's, it's such a great, great show. 
spawned from Breaking Bad. And it's in its fifth season. And it's just now getting to the point of what we know Breaking Bad and, and the Saul character to be. Right. Mm-hmm. I was completely fine with them peeling back this onion and going that far back into a whole different character prior to Tony. Tony even being like one of the least important characters in the show. He's just there. Tony's just around observing Mm. and and experiencing, you know, the Janice character was cool. You know, uh, I I liked all of those things. Yeah, all those characters. His sister? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. I I thought they was all pretty, you know, like interesting and well cast and... Definitely. Definitely. So like, I mean... Like I said, his mom was probably one of my favorite characters. She she's one so of the best actresses funny. in the game right now. She's that Vera, so funny. Um, she's she's one of the best. You know, she she's she's amazing. I I was very pleased with it. You know, how many times have you seen it though? The movie. The movie. Maybe like twice. Yeah, I've seen it twice as well. I, and I, I I was just like, yo, this is dope. This is fun. The Sopranos. I saw it twice. Excuse me. It's only fitting that they made a Sopranos inspired or, you know, offset movie because if you young and you just watching the Sopranos, you're sort of cheated on what it was because television wasn't that when it came out. How now today you have a million shows that seem and are shot and are produced and directed like movies the Sopranos was really the first of its kind. It was every Sunday night was another hour long film, right? Oh, they yeah. were like, they were like almost standalone films. Now, you know, because the, because the, the landscape of, of production has changed the way things are, uh, where telling medium sized stories with, you know, anti, you know, anti heroes and all that kind of stuff can't be sold on a big screen. They put it on a smaller pl- on a you know smaller platform, they, you know, direct to consumer situation. So that's all the kind of storytelling we get now, right? We, there's a lot of these type of you know things, the narco story, you know, that kind of shit would have been a big movie, but now it's on TV. But that's all because of the Sopranos. It's all because of when this broke the mold. So it's only fitting that HBO gives them a movie. It's only fitting that they yeah. get a film behind this. And yeah, if they come out with more and they want to give it to other things i'm cool with that you know what i'm yeah, saying i'm, I'm happy with that because david chase wrote the script the director of the of the movie i believe alan i don't i don't know his last name um he directed many episodes of the series this is people that was really involved yeah you know they at least they can the speak to Sopran- it like the sopranos multiverse the sopranos multiverse you know what I'm <laughs> you know it's, it was pretty dope man and i and i you know if people are like, why the fuck is the Amish podcast care so much? Because we pay Amish the shit that's dope. That's really right. that's really inspiring to us. You know, and I and- wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if they did that for the wire. If they had like a, you know, a, a, a movie on like the rise of like Avon and Stringer. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm just the, saying in general, like if they wanted to do that, I wouldn't be upset at that because the wire- and, and, and then it lead in, leads into episode one of season one. Like, you know, the wire- you insight. See, that's a touchy thing, right? Because people don't know, but they're going to find out how important The Wire is to you and I, right? It's by far the best show right. ever made. That's uh, that's just my stance on it. I'm pretty sure maybe you feel the same way, right? My yeah, for sure. Yeah, so so like there was a precursor to The Wire already. 
you know, with yeah, the, the corner. corner. The corner was already the precursor to the Y. So they had some some things to build upon when they made the show. And well, are you the, wrong? Was the pi- that was the pilot show for the Wire. Yeah, so they had they had a basis, you know. And the, yeah. the Wire is built very differently than any show ever made. The way it's shot on location, the way that these characters were not household names outside of, you know, Wood Harris at the time. Now, Idris Elba is one of the biggest actors in the world, and mm-hmm. half of the cast is all over the place, and they're doing amazing things. But at the time, we just accepted these people and felt like we were watching a documentary. The yeah. Sopranos felt like a big time movie on every Sunday. You know, it, it was a very For different real. kind of storytelling. And it was very centrally focused around Tony and the counterparts of his life. Yeah. Where The Wire is the main character in the story is the city of Baltimore and everybody that's involved in that city. So right. you, you know, you you have the city and then you have all the main pieces yeah, involved and they kind of throw it on top. Of different- Different focuses on and every season too. Every se- exactly the first season is cops, you know, cops and and drug dealers. Second season is, you Dots. know, uh, the the dock workers, immigration, you know, uh, uh, sex, you know, uh, the shipping, the shipping docks, you know, yeah, exactly, uh, slavery, you know, what I'm saying, and 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 then the police involved in that. And the third season is back to the streets, and but the politics becomes involved. Fourth season, they go the whole other way and they get a kid's perspective on everything that's going on in the city. And the fifth season is wrapping up all of those things. But also, but the dying media, which is so important today. And we're going to, yo, we have a whole segment on The Wire that we're doing. We're going to have some amazing guests for The Wire episodes. It might be more than one. Like, y'all going to really love that. But we had a show love to Many Saints in Newark and The Sopranos specifically because these are shows that tell these stories that we've all come to love. And if y'all fuck with us in the Amish podcast, y'all know that there's something that's, that's involved in us. You know, for myself, you know, mm. we built, we building a, we building a really big media slash film and production company. We're going to tell some amazing stories. We've done it already, you know, just so people don't, you know, so, so they are aware. I've been involved in that kind of world for a little while now. You know, I've been managing writers, directors, actors for over eight years. That's an up and down thing you know, shopping scripts, we've shot pilots, we've shot short films, we've done all of that, but now it's going to a whole new level. And the podcast, grinding. you're grinding, bro. Um, you know, Doe is like king of the culture connoisseur, you know, so he, you know what I'm saying? He's like the the artist of, of, of this whole, you know, um, platform that we have. But we we really going to push things to the next level. So not everything is going to be about entertainment, but some shit that is important to us, we are going to highlight. You know what I'm saying? So if you haven't watched Many Saints in Newark, watch it. Go back, listen to this episode. DM, post on YouTube, post on on, on the gram page. Let us know what you think, man. I mean, I I thought it was fire. Yeah, I I did too. I mean, a lot of people, unfortunately, they've been telling me I don't feel the same way. But um. I don't know, man. I, I I feel like a lot of people just don't remember the show. It's been a minute. They need to just like get a little touch up on the show, watch it. You know what I mean? I'd say watch the movie, then go into the show. If you haven't watched it, in nah. But I think if you watch the show, then the movie is not a bad thing either because yeah. you'll you'll be interested to see how these characters are and yeah. their motives. You know, so you can't go wrong either way. And people are watching a lot of shit. There's so many things on right now between netflix amazon hbo max hulu you know the the list yeah, goes on a, and on 
Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of fire out too. There's a lot of trash. And there's a lot of fire out too, though. Like, you know, like uh, Squid Games. I, I, a lot of people slept on that and fell in love with that shit. Yeah, I just finished it yesterday. Exactly. Um, that shit was crazy, right? That shit is dark. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it's some fucked up. It, it, it's it's not like a horror movie, but it definitely is a moral compass check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying on money and and uh and what's important it's pretty fucked up you know but squid games really cool shit but yeah no the the amish podcast we you know that's what we're doing man we we here and we're gonna keep giving y'all more and more episodes but look out for a lot of the new episodes we got coming up we got some really dope guests really 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 dope guests coming up real soon follow the page the amish podcast on instagram on twitter on tiktok i'm trying to get better on tiktok y'all you know if y'all know if y'all got any tips on tiktok hit us up and y'all can yo y'all can email us at the homage podcast at gmail.com as well look out for big announcements we got with 1982 media you know nice listen we got clothing you know since 1982 nyc if you're not following that you already should be we got some sponsors that's going to um, come up soon, too. You know, we're going to give them that love until the check, <laughs> the check is in the bank. You know what I'm saying? But check the check clear, you know, but that's coming up soon. But we're going to have some major, major, major moves. Yeah, happening. man. And it's Libra Scorpio season, man. October. Right. You know? Yeah. So John Doe oh. birthday is October 23rd. We're filming this on the 14th, which is my wife's birthday. Shout out to Allison. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy Do- birthday. Those is the 23rd. Mine's is the 30th. So Scorpio, Libra, October, scary out here for y'all. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? We might have a birthday episode where we go live or we popping bottles. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, man, it's 24, right? Episode 24, the Amish podcast. I guess we need that that um that TI instrumental in the background <laughs> for this one. Right. Roll it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You can edit that, you can edit that later, yo. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, peace, y'all. Amish podcast. We out. One love.